live from 864 Sound in Greenville, South Carolina, it's the Wash Bros Podcast with your hosts, Matt Jackson and Clay Smith. What's up, guys? It's Matt Jackson and Clay Smith, and we are the Wash Bros. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be on episode 17 right now, and we're going to talk about how we prepare for the slow season, which is usually like the fall and winter. So you ready to kick this thing off? Yes, sir. Lucky number 17, episode 17. Crazy we've done that many. It's crazy. I know. Most people don't get past, what, like seven? Yeah, and then they're like, well, yes, yeah, on to the next venture. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that a lot of of times, like, dedication to doing something, like, that's that's how you become successful. Consistency. Consistency. It's not sexy. It's like, hey, when you you first start pressure washing, you first start your business, it's like, oh, everything's so colorful and exciting. And you're like, man, I look at my CRM, I think I have 2,100 jobs that I've completed. Yes, yeah, like, like, oh this is just God. showing up. Like, how did I do that much work? It's like I'm I don't even like this anymore, but I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> Goes by faster than you think. <laughs> so But yeah, we're uh as far as getting ready for the fall, the slow season, um, the slow season. It's only slow if, if you make you, it. Yeah, it's all about the mindset. So yeah. how can I set myself up, right? So yep. what I like to do is I'm already preparing for this this time of year when it's busy. You know, even if it's five, 10 minutes a night, I'm already preparing. Okay, this is my plan. This is how I'm going to execute it. Or this is where I'm going to dump money. Or can I go ahead and get my Christmas card today? I'm already, it's, what is it? September? September yeah, so it's September. I'm already trying to go ahead and plan my Christmas cards. Go ahead go ahead and have them ready to get out. How can I get them designed? How can I take my pictures to have that done and send yep. out to all my customers? Yep. Um, being proactive, I think. You got to be pro- proactive. You think, can't be procrastinate. Absolutely. And and think about this like, hey, your seasons are going to be changing. So wh- what do people care about in the fall? It's like everybody likes pumpkin spice lattes. Everybody likes Halloween. Everybody likes falls outside. Everybody needs to get their gutters cleaned. Everybody likes college football. Like what what do people get excited about? And then how can you take how can you utilize your business and help them out? How can you plug into all those things? Like, how can you get in their ear? How can you make them think that they need to get their house clean so when they put their decorations up for Halloween or for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, house is nice and clean. So you got to think about this as like, hey, a lot's going to happen in the next couple months. How are you going to capitalize on that? Are you just going to sit around and be like, oh man, the days are getting shorter. Like I'm going to run out of money. I can't wait till till next May when my phone just rings because like any <laughs> idiot just calls a pressure washing company. Like if, you, if you're busy in the spring, congratulations. Like you have a pulse. Yeah, it's easy. Like, it's easy. The real separator between like, is this a hobby and you're part-time or is this like a full-time gig for you? It's going to be, how do you handle the slow season? So it's going to, you're going to have to start now and then just get a game plan and figure out how you break that down into how many days, months, and then, and then just have a plan that you hit up every day. I think my biggest, the biggest mistakes that I see in people is they try to do this, uh, like a part-time gig, which I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, if you have the right profession, but if you just have like a, an average job, an everyday job that anybody can get, and you're wanting to be a successful business owner, I think that you should just go ahead and just go straight into it, like I did. Um, I mean, I had a very well, very, very good job before I got into this, and I just said, you know what? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to go full force. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. My family's still going to be there, and they're going to love me no matter what. Burn the ships. At least you'll learn a lesson. Right, yeah. So I think that you should put it, Give give everything one hundred and ten percent instead of what I call half ass. Like if, if you're not, if you're just wanting to do it like part time and you're never putting any energy into it, you're never going to be successful at it. You're going to have half ass results. Yeah. So, um, and and that's not taking anything away from everybody, but you're not giving everything your full potential. Yeah. 
figure out what exactly you want and go after it. If there's no clarity and you're just kind of like half-ass and you're playing by, like we said in the last episode, you're talking about scarcity. If you're one foot out the door, you're going to get one, you're going to get half the results and you're probably going to fail and it's going to burn yourself out because you're not going to have clarity of like purpose and alignment. But obviously the most, the popular quote, you got to fail to be successful. And it's true. Like I learned a lot through my whole journey of, you know, making my way up to a 30 grand month solo, you know, owner operator. Like I literally uh, had a bunch of losses before I had a bunch of wins. Like it was not easy. It's not going to be easy. And, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people think that uh, they're just waiting for the, for everything to just fall in their lap. And it's not how it works. No, because you're, Choosing to step into an arena that is difficult and you're like, oh, we did $30,000 a month or $50,000 a month or $70,000 a month or if you're up to $100,000 a month, every level there's so many new challenges that you have to be able to tackle otherwise you're going to fail. So like the whole success and failure thing is kind of a joke because it just shows that like you get to that next level and it doesn't get easier. You just have bigger problems to solve. Like I'm running into problems now with multiple employees and bigger commercial projects and like cost associated with like these add-on services that I do with like my cash flow. So it's just like, okay, I have to think differently now because I have bigger fish to fry and I got like more problems and it's coming at a faster rate as opposed to like, okay, I kept it simple. I played small, like, oh, I just don't have work coming in. It's like, all right, now I got, now I got stuff dependent upon me to perform. So it's just like, it really put some fire under your ass to start, start performing. And that's where I think what you say, like, Hey, if you're one foot in, you're playing it safe as opposed to like, Hey, you got both feet in there. Like you got to sink or swim. And you're going to, you're going to realize that like, you're not going to run into the same problems you had when you're playing it safe, when you're all in. Yeah. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Correct. Yeah. And it's just like, get addicted or get, get used to that feeling of like, Oh man, today is going to be a grinder. Cause usually those are the days that add up over time. And then you look back, you're like, man, that's success. Like, you never look in the moment and say, this is successful. I'm successful. Usually it feels like failure. It's like, I'm looking at myself day to day and I'm like, oh, this, I got so many problems. This feels like failure. And then you look at your year to date and you're like, oh man, this is like a successful year. But like, you're never going to look in the moment and say, I'm successful. Yeah. It's always looking back. I'm, and I, I mean, I love looking back and seeing like just, just my shirts, how I branded myself and yeah, my, even my, even my Facebook post, the way I market and stuff like that. It's just, uh, it's definitely you, you could definitely see growth in there from my first few posts to now. It's yeah. definitely different. It's like if you don't look at your stuff from a year ago and cringe a little bit, uh, you're gonna be like, um, oh, you're you're playing it safe and you're not growing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like like I said, the 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 part timers, like if you're serious about pressure washing, just go ahead, put in your notice Monday and just do your thing. Do it. If you can do it. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can. It's the way I look at it. That's true. Anybody can do it. It's just like, are you worth it? Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Like, like you will get exactly what you deserve. So people say, "Oh, I deserve this." Do you really deserve it? I mean, everybody can do it. It's just like you have to be worth it to your community and to like your business world to get enough money back. Where they're like, "Okay, yeah, you're worth it." Right. And like, if you're not getting that back, you're not putting in enough work. And you you got to understand the difference between like, "Hey, I'm being busy" versus productive. And it almost goes back to like our earlier episodes when we we're talking about like our sales past, where it's just like, are we driving the needle forward with revenue and being productive or are we just dicking around? Yeah. A lot of people like they get scared of doing stuff. So they just kind of ADD themselves around and they're not like consistently sticking with one thing. So like planning everything out, super important, especially going into the fall season. You want to like figure out how can you best target like what makes people excited in the fall? How can I tag my business into like a need there? 
and just start setting up your marketing and take putting a lot of action into it and activity. Yeah, stick out and be different. It's Make easy. some funny very videos. Simple. It's very simple. It's not hard. Like, I made the formula s- is not like yeah. you know A plus Z D equals D to whatever. I mean, it's very simple. Just stick out and be different. You yep. know how and just know how to watch. I mean, and and that's not very hard. Exactly. I mean, anybody can pick up a freaking wand and go out there and do it. I yeah. One of my good one of my employees like he had two weeks of watching training and then he's he's been full time. He's yeah. fine. So. But uh, going back to the to the thing about the the part time stuff and all that, um, I remember two years ago. It's been almost two years. Wow, uh, time flies when you're kicking ass. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I remember two years ago, and I was I was sitting at my desk in the car dealership, and I'm like, oh my god, you know. And I remember making those phone calls with my family and making phone calls with some friends and. I want to say 95% of my friends and family, they probably didn't think that I could do it. They, you know, they were like, don't quit your day job. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do what everybody, I've always been that. Like if somebody tells me I can't do something, I'm going to freaking do it. And, uh, that, that was the best thing that I ever did was quit my day job. And that's why I, you know, going back to what I said, that's why I'm like so big into that. Like just putting all of your energy into it. Like I've said before in these episodes, I literally struggled. We started in October. I marketed my butt off and I didn't have a freaking budget. Like I didn't have very you know much money at all. So if money is an issue, don't let it be the issue because I literally had hardly any money to start this stuff. Um, I Just make the relationships with people. Uh, figure out what what find a mentor find somebody that um, is doing somebody you would like to be like so if you find um, like I found Matt by mistake really I mean it wasn't really by mistake but I found Matt and he basically excelled in in the areas that I didn't and basically here we are today making podcasts together we're coaches in the in the pressure washing industry yeah. we're looking to help people um grow their business and and teach them the the ropes that the things that we did to be successful as business owners and we and we have the, and the proofs in the pudding we can show anybody any numbers and the stuff that we talk about is legit yeah it's not it's not like we're trying to lie about stuff right I yeah care. i mean everything is straightforward to the point and That's... i've literally pulled out my phone before and showed people because a lot of people just bs these numbers and uh or they've I, been in business for like one year right and i love pulling pulling my numbers up and 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 showing the proof in the pudding and just seeing people's reactions because like i said half half the time a lot of people are just bsing you you know and i want i want people to see that hey you can really do this this is what i really you know yeah. What we really done. Yeah, we are our own case studies and right. we continuously use what we talk about to grow forward. And we I would argue like we almost use this as like a way to coach ourselves. Right. And it's one of those things cuz I like play used to play sports and it was like you become a coach. You actually get better at the craft because you have to understand it better to explain it to somebody else. So you have to learn it from a higher level to then coach it to other people so you become better at what you do by coaching. And that's kind of like the angle that you and I both take on this. It's like, hey, look, yeah, this is an, a, a big market that we see a lot of like people that are super underqualified positioning themselves as leaders in. And while we're not like at the top yet in our level, I think we're very proficient at like where we are. And we have like skills that other people can benefit from because we take like a no nonsense approach. 
and we use the skills every single day and we've grown our business and we'll probably like double our business since we started this episode or since we started beginning of this year, our numbers like from last year to this year probably will be doubled for both of our businesses. Right. And that's just getting together, talking about it and then surrounding ourselves with other people, like going to the conventions, learning new things, learning new procedures, learning how to, you know, you never know what you might find out at those places. Yeah. Like using the platform that we're building here and creating to connect with people and have people like Pat on who are like OGs in the space. And then you get credibility so you can say, Hey, how can I continuously level myself up? Almost like how you and I connected, uh, when we did on social media, it's like, Hey, you were hungry. I saw you were doing, you were, you were doing your own thing and you're proficient enough where it's like, Oh, there's potential here. We can connect. And it's like, Hey, that's the same thing what we're doing here, building this platform. Yeah, you definitely want to be careful in picking who you surround yourself with because someone could literally probably, you know, drag you down with them with their negative thoughts or what they don't think that could happen or what could happen. You just got to be very careful, have a strong mindset and be careful on who you surround yourself with for sure. Yeah, I I literally don't talk to anybody outside of like Clay and like a few other people. I feel very special. (laughs) I was like, oh, whatever. I'm his business buddy. Yeah, I was like, I don't talk to him. I was like, if it takes me eight hours to get back to you, it's because my phone's like on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I usually just uh, I'm like I'm like the uh, crazy ex girlfriend or something when he yeah. doesn't message me back. I was like bubbles, <laughs> bubbles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, man, that uh, the fall stuff. It's 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 very scary. It can be scary, especially your first year. But if you've been in it a couple of years, you already know what to kind of expect. Just make sure you you get the antifreeze if you need it, or make sure <laughs> winterize. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Make sure you winterize the 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 machines for sure, because you don't want to run into that issue, and then you're in a bigger hole than you were already in if you're slow. Yeah, and again, it's like come up with a marketing plan. Now's a great time to figure out how you're going to be busy in October, November, December, and we'll we still have a little bit of carryover. It's still warm outside, but like if you're in the climate that's in the north and you're like, hey, I, I got to shut down after like Halloween, like now is the time to start focusing on do you do gutter cleanouts? Do you do Christmas lights? What are you doing now that gets yourself ready for the slower season when people aren't aren't calling you about pressure washing? And there's a lot of a lot of a lot of holidays coming up that revolve around people outside their houses. Like a lot of people, hey, I got to clean my house because I watch football outside on my patio. I want to get my house really clean for Halloween decorations. Thanksgiving is the same deal. I have family over. And then Christmas is the same deal. So how are you maximizing and getting in front of your people? And then Christmas cards is a big thing too. I find Christmas cards carries me over into like January and February. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I'll be like, hey, here's your Christmas card. Like this is our growth from this year. Like if you want to take advantage of our like preseason rates in January and February, here you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Here's our (laughs) Christmas present to you. Like. Yeah. A discounted service before we're busy back in late February and March, and you're paying full sticker price. Yeah, and like you said, the spring stuff, like, if you got a pulse, you're going to be busy. So the work is still there. It needs to be done in the fall. You just have to yep. work a little harder to get to work. And then, and then the big thing, too, is, like, how are you setting up your business so you have a great online presence and you're good in your community? It's like, it takes both. You can't just be like, oh, I, I just rely on word of mouth. Okay, well... Everybody's going to Google stuff nowadays. What happens when you're not on Google? What happens when you're not on Facebook or social media? Or if you are on Google, you only have 12 reviews. You're going to get looked past because somebody like me or Clay, who've got like 300-something reviews, are going to be at the top. And then you lose your credibility. So figure out how you can maximize that so when the slow season comes and everybody's fighting for scraps, you're going to be at the top. Most definitely. Um, if it boils down to somebody with two Google reviews and 300 Google reviews, I'm obviously going to go with 
300 Google reviews yeah. for sure. Like people want, you want to show activity. So like you can see, Hey, these Google reviews from yeah, three reviews last week. Like obviously this guy's moving. Yeah. If you don't have a CRM that, that funnels that stuff, just get a, there's a, plenty of softwares out there. Like, uh, I think podium, um, what are the other ones? There's a couple of things out there to get reviews. So uh, yeah, like nice job. Or nice like job. What I use like house call pro, house call pro or if you don't, use, you can yeah. just manually send out stuff. Right. But then, yeah. That just becomes a nightmare, though. Yeah. I used to do that when I first started. and ooh. Yeah, so you always want to figure out, like, how are you building up your presence online and in person? And then what is your strategy as you get into the fall? You want to get on top of stuff and do funny stuff with, like, branding. Like, I always I did a funny video where I was just, like, talking about it's fall, y'all, and I was just, like, a basic white girl. Yeah. And that <laughs> pumpkin was... Pumpkin spice. Oh my yeah, God. pumpkin spice, like... You gotta have fun. People like that. Like the the homeowners wanting to have fun. They're all about the Hobby Lobby. It's fall season. It's the pumpkin spice. Like they, and they may target not, those people. They may not call you right then, but heck, they might remember, remember your you. stupid video in the springtime. And they're like, "This guy's funny." Yeah, and he's I think different. Another thing, like I think that our customers really like spring cleaning is like a popular thing. Like everybody thinks, oh, because it's spring, we got to get our freaking house clean and we got to do all this spring cleaning. Yeah, but houses can be clean all year round. So exactly, you want to not let the market dictate your business. You want to dictate the business with your marketing. So by being like, hey, it's fall, it's time to clean your house. You want to put that out as much as you can so people are like, you know what, he's right, like it is fall. Like I have, I have spiders on my house from the summer. I have dirt on the house from the summer. Like the leaves are falling. I want to get everything clean after, after the fact. Like I don't have to wait till spring to do this. And you just got to create that demand and that need. Stick out and be different. Yep. When everybody's retracting because of the economy and they're running out of money, you want to be putting more into it. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that there's trouble with the economy, but I can't tell it. Yeah, I mean, not. I mean, I can tell it with you know how much things are costing, but uh, but I, mean, I got to keep pushing. As business, yeah. as far as business, I mean, you know, everything's good. You just got to provide value. Yep, yep. If you like all these big companies like Microsoft and all these other ones, they really like took off during recessions. Yeah, it's a make or break. It's like, are you going to use this as an excuse or are you going to use this as a launch pad to future proofing your business? Yeah. So, and I think that's a good place to stop. Um, I think we've, we've covered a bunch of good and given everybody a bunch of good nuggets for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we, we got the powerwashingcoach.com. Powerwashingcoach.com. And I'm going to plug this thing to death, but it's going to be our book. Uh, we're going to probably put a Wash Bros book together too. Yeah. This, this is, is our first be, book for the Wash Bros here. Max yeah. book. So yeah, I put a, a no stress formula for your first six figures. It's going to be no pressure, pressure washing. You look online and everybody who has these books out are either going to be more like equipment based or they're going to talk about like more like what I call it in corporate worlds, like speeds and feeds or like technical stuff. But like, how do you actually run the business? That's going to be like geared specifically towards pressure washing. So with this, no pressure, pressure washing, put it up on Amazon. You can get the ebook if you have Kindle Unlimited for free. Or if you want to message us, I can send you a copy. Um, Heck yeah, hard copy. That's yeah, what I want. hard copy. So you can go on Amazon, give us a review there. It helps us out. Doing this mainly just to, to give like a blueprint. So if people like our show and they like to follow us and they're like, oh, well, how can you like tell me more details? This is going to be condensed in like 70 pages. And, uh, and, and, and if you're more technician minded, this will help you get more of a, of a business mindset. Absolutely. I mean, I have one chapter where I talk about equipment and pretty much just says every piece of every piece of equipment you buy is going to be a tool in your arsenal. Like Facts. I've used three and a half gallon minute, four gallon minute, five and a half gallon minute, eight gallon a minute, 10 gallon a minute. You can make money with all of them. You can make money with all of them. They all have a different purpose. So to get into the whole like pissing contest of equipment, 
you're missing the point about actually driving business and like creating that. Although I do love my badass equipment. The be- well, you're gonna have the badass C3 skid. That's yes, gonna sir. sponsored by C3 skids, Go- baby. Watch Go- Bro Ten get your ten percent off uh, your code. So. You're gonna look fresh to death going down the road. Shoot, yes, we're gonna get my C3 skid. We're gonna make a cool video. I'll talk more about it in the later episodes. But uh, C3skids.com. Watch Bro Ten. Use that as your promo code. Get ten percent off. That's yeah. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, that'd be but, cool. But uh, anyways, I just follow- wanted. To- just want to do like a world star drop. Yeah, world star. It's like real trap shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, the whole nine. Check us out. Check out the powerwashingcoach.com. Subscribe to our newsletter and everything. We'd love to have you. If you're interested in being mentored by one of us, just reach out to us. We'd love to give you some more information. And we'll see you in the next episode. Sounds like a plan.